Are we rolling? Oh, man. This is going to be a rough pod. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sam Rye Talking. I'm Sam. She's Rye. And we don't want to talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sick. Yeah, and I'm Bobby tired. got me sick. Bobby, why are you getting close to Riley? It's so annoying. It's so he's, annoying. He's the worst. She's been on a good run, and he was upset. I was doing really well. Yeah. And he injured me, and then he got me sick. Yeah. That guy is out to get you. I think he wants your spot. That's not how this works. You're not going to be, you're not going to be Riley. You will never be on camera. You're Bobby behind the camera. Behind the camera. It's literally your name. We will find someone else. I'll do it by myself if you kill Riley. (laughs) It'll be Sam and Riley does talking with just Sam. That's what it's going to be called. (laughs) Sammy Sam does talking. I'm going to relax. Yeah, take a load off. I'm going to take a load off. Sorry about my voice. Does it sound bad? It sounds really cute. You sound raspy. (laughs) I think it sounds a little nasally. It's all up here. I don't think it sounds nasally. I think it sounds... Okay. Uh, I got it right in my earphones. Or my earphones. Yeah, these are earphones. You're, <laughs> just, you're giving me like a like a, like a like a sad Lindsay Lohan right now. Oh, man. Yeah. That's already sad. No, it's and good. And then it's extra sad. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's already sad. Yeah, but it's not as like... like but like Lindsay Lohan before she got really sad... Oh, I guess okay. yeah, like more Mean like, Girls. Yeah, like when she was really bubbly, it's like it's like the sad version of that. Gotcha. Have you seen Just My Luck? Just My Luck. With Lindsay no. Lohan. No. It's a really good movie. Just she's really lucky at the beginning, and then she switches her luck with someone who always has bad luck, and oh, then no. she starts having bad luck, and oh man, she goes on a real roller coaster. Oh man. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of Mean Girls, um, I just I saw an interview with uh, with. Um, What's her name? Rachel McAdams? Oh, okay. Amy Adams? <laughs> I've been getting those two mixed up for so long. Every time I say Rachel McAdams, you're like, why do I care about this Amy Adams? Per-? And I'm like, <laughs> no, Rachel McAdams. And you're like, oh, that makes more sense. You're like, Amy Adams, she's a Mean Girls. I was like, where? who was Amy Adams in Mean Girls? <laughs> I, I was like, Rachel McAdams uh, introduced Renee Rapp, who is the new... Uh, Regina George in the Mean mm. Girls musical. I was like, she introduced her on SNL, and you're like, okay. Why would Amy Adams introduce <laughs> Mean Girls? That doesn't make and any like, sense. Because she's Regina George. They're both Regina George. It's cool that yeah. she came on the show just to do that. And you're like, what? <laughs> to be fair, you were saying Rachel McAdams the entire time. I kept hearing Amy Adams for some reason. Yeah, it's weird because I love Rachel McAdams. I love her too. Uh, I didn't know that. Do you know that? <laughs> this is insane. Uh, do you know that The Notebook and Mean Girls came out the same year? Yeah. That's a crazy year for Rachel McAdams. Yeah, she really flipped it. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> she's really good. Did you see the one with her on the plane? Which one? Uh, with her Snakes and... Snakes on a plane? <laughs> Snakes on a plane. Uh, no, it's her and... Uh, she. It's like uh, Red Eye or something like that. It's like a no. horror movie. No. The guy's trying to kill her next to her. It's all... It's like suspenseful and stuff. Nope. All right. Have you seen snakes on a plane? No, I don't think I've seen snakes. <laughs> I was too scared of them being snakes on a plane. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, I heard. It was really good. Yeah. I'm <laughs> done with these mother effing snakes on this mother effing plane. <laughs> the only thing I know. Um, this yeah, is Grace. Yeah, we censor this pod now, just so you know. <laughs> this is Grace. Say hi, Grace. Oh, she really propped herself up on those pillows. Yeah, she likes to do that. So what was the best part of your day, Grace? 
It was coming here. It was coming here. Yeah, she loves being here. Thank We're their best friend. Where is your best friend? I don't know where Scotty is. I feel like she's going to bark. Wait, is she eating uh, Grace's food? I didn't put out Grace's food, did you? No, but she's probably snooping. She's probably she looking. She might be snooping, but there's nothing in there for her to get. Yeah. Um, yeah, Grace, you're on the best diet. You're on the diet where your best friend eats all your food. That's why she's so slim. I know. Her best friend keeps her slim. That's how you're so slim. I eat all your food. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we stay slim. Yeah. <laughs> it's slender. Should we call your best friend? Should it be a podcast for best friends? Well, Scout was on a bunch of oh, podcasts. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know what? Oh, there she is. Oh. <laughs> uh, nothing? Um, we were just talking about... What? Say something. Uh, pillows. For pillows. We're talking about pillows, Scout. We were just hey. talking about... Oh, we were waiting for you. The pod hasn't started yet, Scout. Don't worry about it. Want to come up? Want to come up with your best friend? Up here? Come here, Scouty. Come up. Oh, oh sure. That's a, that's a choice. <laughs> All right. I knew that All was right. going to happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> <coughs> Gracie, come here. Now. Just come sit. There we go. Dog pod. It's a dog pod. A dog pod. We have the special guest, the dogs. The dogs. Um, I, was, I was watching, uh, I was scrolling, because that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, and I saw, speaking of, man, this is, this is all about Rachel McAdams. She's great. She's great. Anyway, uh, that's it. <laughs> I just want to say she's great. <laughs> Uh, no, I was, I was, she was on like Conan or something like that, and she was talking about how um, right like soon after the Notebook came on, um, you know, after a little while it goes on like airplanes. You can watch them on airplanes. Yeah. So she was on an airplane. She was in the window seat, and there was a guy next to her, intensely watching the Notebook. Yeah. Right next to her. Okay. And he was just watching. And she kept having to get up to go pee, and he kept getting mad at her. He was like, "I'm trying to watch." Ra-. He said, "I'm trying to watch Rachel, Rachel McAdams." Oh. Get out of my way. <laughs> she That's thought that was pretty weird. funny. She's like, I'm right here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that was funny. Um, I feel like I had another story to do with famous people watching other people watch their movies on airplanes, but I'm not going to know all the details, so That's I'm okay. not sure if I should really give it. Go for it. Well, That's basically I think this podcast. It, I think it was we'll Josh. fill it in. I think it was Josh Hutcherson. Okay, Hutchinson, uh, from from Hunger Games. Hunger Games, yeah. When Hunger Games got on the planes, he saw like pretty much he'd walk down the aisle and every single person was watching That's him crazy. on the Hunger Games, and That's he, crazy. I think he was just like, "Whoa!" Is that when everyone's watching on the Hunger Games? They're really tuning in for Josh Hutchinson. Yeah, that was the lady's choice when that movie really? came out. Yeah, not for me, but like the a little lot of guy. People. I yeah. thought everyone liked uh, Liam Hemsworth. No one no? cared about him. Wow. We like an underdog. That's true. I didn't like either of them. Of course I you was didn't. there for Katniss. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Every, I got all the time that I looked like her. Yeah. Like everybody, like people that I, That's hadn't, nice. I hadn't seen for years would come up to my mom and be like, is your daughter in the Hunger Games? And she's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And then people would like, take. I'll have to call and ask. I'm actually not sure. There was like a, a Hunger Games poster because we were reading the Hunger Games in English class when that came out. And so the, she got a Hunger Games poster for the classroom and then people wanted to take my picture. I have pictures beside the Whoa, poster. Whoa, pretty cool. They're like, you look exactly like her. That's pretty cool. <laughs> my mom came up to me uh, on Saturday and she's like, you and your brother really look like Will Sasso. <laughs> I was like, yeah, everyone, every chubby guy with a bald head looks like Will Sasso. 
<laughs> don't look like him. I don't she's think. she's like you and your brother Joe just like him. And then when I went up later when I would say hi to her because she was in a different seat for the yeah. basketball game, she's like, just so you know, I don't think you look like him because you're chubby. <laughs> I was like, then why do I look like a mom? Because I'm bald? Because <laughs> I'm bald. Is that it? Because I got a really strong, round face. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you look like him. Thanks. Um, I was, uh, I just, I, I finished my, my book that I've been reading, which was a great book. You've been listening to? I've, oh, yeah. I've been reading this book on with my ears. <laughs> so I've been reading, as I was reading this book, uh, this guy was reading this book to me. Uh, it's called um, Raising Men. It's about. Uh, it's from a Navy SEALs. It's written by a Navy SEAL. Right. It was cool. It kind of gave me a good perspective on like how to go about teaching Paisley and Poppy things and stuff. But it also to like teaches myself how to like raise myself and to be more of a man and stuff, which is nice. Okay. Anyway, it's done. So I switched to the next book, which is called um, Empire: of The Rising Sun, and uh, it's all about like when. Uh, the U.S. kind of wiped out all of the Comanches in uh, southern U.S., and so it's all brutal battles, and they're 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 battling a lot of uh, natives and stuff like that. And uh, the natives were brutal too. Anyway, I was listening to it while I was on my elliptical for ten minutes, and they're like, and then there's Sam Samuel Elliot, and I was like, what the hell? That's me. And he goes. <laughs> it's like one of those motivational things that you input your name into. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every cool character, Samuel Elliott. But they're like, the Comanches took over this this group of, of U.S. soldiers or would-be U.S. soldiers, and they killed most of them. But then the one lone man, Samuel Elliott, he also got killed. And they uh, they used a lot of the... Uh, they took the, the they like dismembered all of the wagons and they made a, a fire and they slow roasted Samuel Elliot on this oh. <laughs> on this fire until he died. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it really took a turn. I don't think Sam Elliot's going to be in this uh, the rest of this book. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Uh, what'd you learn from raising men? Um, Some good tips. It's actually surprisingly uh, it. It goes along with uh, what you would tell me about how to raise dogs, <laughs> like how to yeah, train dogs, how funny. to be consistent and stuff. Hey, yeah. Grace, do you want to sit down? You want to lay down? There you go. Good girl. <laughs> um, lots of things. It's about like being active with them and uh, and then talking about like developing ways of conflict and how to conflict res- resolve things. And he was talking about like what he's learned in the Navy SEALs and how it applies to people. One thing that he did was uh he's he's going to navy seal training and this one thing where you have this like little white box like taped on the ground and like 10 to 15 big guys come in and they're all padded up and they're going to come and beat the crap out of you and they said but they can't get you in this square and so then they, they don't really tell you what to do and these guys come in and start like verbally trying to like get them to come get him to come fight him and then so he started like going get the crap kicked out of him he get back up, they reset, and he did this like 16 times, and uh, eventually got too tired, and he realized that once he was too tired, he all, all the guys eventually just left, and they they kept reminding him like you have unlimited time. This isn't like a time thing. You just have to like get out of this situation, and uh, and the 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 training is supposed to tell you that like sometimes fighting isn't the best idea. Even if you're a Navy SEAL and you should be able to like beat these guys, you think you should beat these guys up, you're outnumbered. Don't be an idiot. You know you're safe in this box. 
And so it talks about like conflict resolution and the best thing you can do is like get out of there because at any moment, like someone can hit someone and die. Right. Um, so, and so it's teaching kids about how, like when you get in a, an argument with a friend and if they start wanting to fight, the best thing you can do is just get out of there. Gotcha. And so like that. And then, um, what other stuff? That was a really good book. Um, Working out with your kids, showing them how to exercise, showing them, like, it's one thing to tell them what to do, but it's another thing, another thing to show them and be active around them and stuff, um, because it'll emulate you more than just do kind of what you say. Yeah. Which has kind of been motivating for me. It's it's more of like, you know, when you train dogs, you, like, you're like, you're end up just training the people, like, the, you train the adults. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of realized, I was like, oh, they're going to emulate me. So it's yeah. been really motivating to, like, really go and work out and exercise and and try to take care of my mental health and be a good dad and be around and stuff mentally. Yeah. Nice. A lot of people just are like, can you just take my dog for a little bit? Yeah. I'm like, no, because as soon as I give him back, back good, to you, please. how, like, how are you supposed to know how to do anything? Yeah. That's, you're just going to walk the dog out in front. You're going to do that. Like, you're just going to be an idiot. And yeah. then it's going to go like, I noticed <laughs> when my dad would take grace for walks yeah. before, dad brian <laughs> he would take grace for walks and sh he would let her walk out in front yeah i didn't see this but i would notice that grace stopped listening to everybody and everything that we said and i yeah. was like what is happening and then i asked him i was like what are you doing on those walks because that's when it started and then it came out that he was letting her walk out in front because well it's in the mountains and she's off leash like i'm not just gonna hold her on the leash or like make her go behind me i'm like i yeah. do when i walk her in the mountains she stays behind me she yeah. does not go in front of me she's off leash she can run her heart out back there yeah. She could not go in front of me. It's really good. And, and Scouts really changed too. And then finally he, I think we got in a couple fights about that. And then I was like, <laughs> she doesn't listen to me anymore. She doesn't listen to anything anybody says anymore. Walk her behind. And then she started listening again. That's good. She also barks like crazy at their house because he yeah. likes it. Yeah, she, he she likes would, the bark. She would never bark at the door, or the doorbell, or anything like that. She does not. I would like this to be on the record. She does not bark here. The groceries got delivered, and uh, Scout went down and barked, and Grace looked at me and sat down. It's a good dog. And she was like, "What do I do?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to do anymore. <laughs> so yeah, she doesn't bark here, but yeah. he likes her barking. So yeah, they can deal with Scout's that. been really good since like you kind of trained me how to like. And it has to be consistent. The thing is, is like, they need consistency. Yeah. Just like a kid, right? Yeah. They need to know, like, just like kids, like, they like parameters. Everyone's like, oh, let these kids be free spirits. Kids don't know what to do. They like yeah. to be free spirits in a controlled environment yeah. where it's safe, yeah. right? And, uh, like, we let them draw on the walls, but they're yeah. only allowed to draw on their walls. Their walls, yeah. And, like, we have a sticker wall for stickers. So you it's can put stickers on house. the wall. But it's on the wall, yeah. like the one wall. Don't put stickers everywhere. Don't yeah. draw everywhere. Yeah. And it's been really good. Like they've been cleaning up after themselves, which is nice. And I don't even really have to like get them in trouble much anymore. I'm just like, hey, let's just clean that up before we start something else. And then they go, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they start doing it, which has been really good. Uh, another good thing in this book was uh, they're talking about how when you're trying to reward your kid for for like, like trying to get your kid into something, you can't necessarily force them to do something, but you can 
kind of encourage them that they come with you. And like, like this guy was like, I wanted to keep my, take my kids surfing, but he was just tired and lazy. He didn't want to get ready and go. So he's like, hey, I'm not saying you have to come surfing, but just get your stuff on and just come to the beach. You'll hang out on the beach. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they get there, the kid's like, I want to go surfing, right? Yeah. And they surf them the whole time. And uh, I find that with Paisley too. Like they often, you know, when it comes down to TV or something else, um, they'll obviously want to choose TV, but if I go, well, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to go shovel the snow or I'm going to go play outside or whatever. And they're mm-hmm. like, what's that? And they kind of follow along with me, which is nice. Uh, and the other thing is when they're talking about like rewarding your kids for like talking about like participation awards, participation, par- par- participation awards. They're like, it's pretty useful when you have a kid who you're trying to get hooked on it. Right. Like you don't want to be like, you didn't win, you know, and that's the goal. The goal is that you tried your best and you had fun and then you want to go back and try out, try, try harder the next time. And they're talking about how you can, you can win. And if you didn't try your hardest, did you really win? Did you really succeed? You know, just because you beat the people around you doesn't mean you beat yourself there. Mm-hmm. So it's about, um, so they, you, this book is pro participation ribbons to an extent, but they also said how it can be used where they're like, when they take the scores away and everyone gets a participation, partici- participation, I can't say this fucking <laughs> word, participation <laughs> trophy. Then it, then it, uh, discourages the kids that win to try hard, you know, cause they're like, well, okay. everyone got the same thing. Did you ever get participation ribbons and stuff? Uh, were you in that generation or were you out of it before that started happening? I don't, I don't think I got a participation one but like when i would do track and field at school it would there would be like an eighth place ribbon so i gotta tell you we got participation ribbons yeah at like track and fields and yeah. stuff um because there were, i think there was more than eight kids yeah so you'd get an eighth place but then everybody after that got participation right i threw it out i was like i will not be i don't i'm not proud of participating i threw out all my eighth place ones i was like are you kidding me yeah i don't want to participate give me nothing yeah pretend like i wasn't there yeah i don't want to i'm not gonna put my participation ribbon on my shirt are you joking <laughs> so i'd toss it i was like that's makes me feel even more like garbage there and there were other kids i remember kids that were just like counting theirs they were like look at all these ribbons and so that's pro- there they, he talked about like there's it's a double-edged ribbon for sure yeah i don't get the kids that are excited about par- i've never understood no. that i was never like that never did what everybody thinks the participation ribbons are doing they're yeah. like oh softening our kids makes them think that they're winners when they're not that never happened no, to me i was I like Oh, I'm a loser and I know it. Yeah. And now I'm going to throw this in the garbage and try to forget The real that. winners know that's bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I feel like everybody is just a known thing. You just yeah. throw out the purple ribbon or whatever. If you have a purple ribbon, you're garbage. Yeah. So why am I holding on to I that? I think it was more, it wasn't like uh, this should be in the Olympics, you know, but it was like, it was, there was a useful place for it when it comes to, when you're trying to encourage your kid to come back. It doesn't mean need to yeah, do it every time. That made me not want to come back that's, ever. That's I didn't want to show my face that's at track so and funny. field. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, track and field. I also get, I think eighth is enough. And if you didn't get it, if you're upset about it, try harder next time. Yeah. Did you try your hardest? Well, let's work on it. If you did try your hardest, good for you. And let's work on some training. Let's yeah. work on some. I didn't try my hardest and I didn't care about it. Yeah. So I was like, don't give me anything just stop <laughs> was it a ceremony like did they get you to come no to the you just podium? have to go up every time you did an event you come up to the booth you collect your ribbon of oh, whatever gotcha. happened you go to your next event you come back you collect your ribbon and so was, there was like was there one to eight and then the rest of them were just a participation ribbon i think so what did it say on it, it said participation was it a rainbow 
I don't remember. <laughs> I remember it was a certain color that I was like, I see everybody who got participation ribbons and I don't want to be part of that. <laughs> oh, that's the loser ribbon. I often would not go to the booth. I'd be like, I'm good. Thank you. Right. I'm just going to go to the next thing. Yeah. Thanks. I didn't get many of those. I got a lot of first, seconds, and thirds. Yeah. I didn't care about track and field. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, they're just talking about how like you can, you can win, you can be a, I'd, like, the guy's like, I'd rather my kids try really hard and be a good loser like and, and then work better th- than be proud of themselves that they tried really hard mm-hmm. than, than be a bad winner and didn't really try really hard because you had, you had success. You, you're really naturally talented. Mm-hmm. And we were also talking about how me and you were talking about how like there's some people that they're naturally talented and they're, they use that for they ride that for so long because it worked for them for so long. And then when it actually gets really tough, I think we were watching euphoria and that happened, that mm-hmm. football player. Yeah. And then as soon as he actually gets competition that like, Oh, these are all the people that have natural talent and try harder. And I'm at the bottom of this level. Yeah. Uh, they don't do that well. Like they fall apart cause they're used to being the top. Yeah. But the kids who are like slugging it out and like killing themselves to come in third, you know, those are the ones that are going to like, you know, make a professional league because they haven't stopped trying or stopped, Stop trying to be better than the guy in front of them or themselves or whatever. Right. I don't know. It was just really, it was just nice to listen to and, uh, and work out and be like, I'm a Navy SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids are going to be Navy SEALs. <laughs> yeah. um, but they also talked about like, he, he covered a lot of stuff. He talked about like parents who are in like split homes, like kids are in split homes and how he's like, he's like, you know, a lot of parents, they go, they'll get mad at that because you know the relationship has fallen apart at that point and they can you can be mad at that person then your kids suffer it's like you have these kids work together otherwise you're definitely gonna lose your kids are gonna suffer because of it because you can't get your shit together mm-hmm. you know which is it was nice to kind of go um like i'm on the right track i think for how i'm handling most things and stuff and my and and right now especially with exercising and eating and stuff i'm showing them and the kids are noticing and they've been asking about it what do they say? Um, they just, they're like, what are you doing that? Why are you writing this down? And I was like, I got to keep track because that dad used to eat too much. And I just want to make sure I'm not eating too much. Right. You know, not to say that you need to not eat, but I was eating too much that I needed. I get nervous about like saying anything to do with like calories and stuff yeah, in know. front of the kids. Cause I don't ever, I could see Paisley going down a slippery slope i know it's hard to kind of enter that them into that and wonder why i'm trying to lose weight but like i'm a big guy and they comment like I, they saw me do bench press the other day i guess my belly stuck out a little yeah, bit and they're I like know. whoa you got a big belly and i was like all right they always say that okay <laughs> <laughs> it's not very polite <laughs> but i was like she had abs like she was she was flexing her tummy yesterday and i was poking her tummy i was like you have muscles there that's crazy and she mm-hmm. was pretty excited about that i'm like that's a that's a gymnastics belly i kept saying you got a gymnastics belly mm. so i don't know it's hard but she always she's pretty good at um at not overeating or undereating or anything yeah but who knows i mean as start. a kid she's six right yeah as a kid i was not yeah thinking about that and then it just slowly as you get older you start realize you start recognizing your body and yeah. you're like oh my god i actually exist in space i exist in space oh i'm too big for existing and, in and space and i'm judged <laughs> by the other existences yeah <laughs> and it's just yeah it's hard i've tried the craziest stuff with dieting like, like what? just like for it would only last one day because i can't i never went towards like trigger warning anorexia or bulimia or anything like that i never got there but i would like be like 
okay, I got to eat really healthy and I got to eat less. So I'm just going to cut up a tomato with some salt and pepper and eat that for dinner. Right. And then I'd eat the tomato. I'd be like, I, I had this thought every time. Like, I could totally do this. I could do this for a while. <laughs> and then the next day I was yeah. like, I can't. I don't want to. Like, it would make me want to barf. Yeah. Or like, I'd just have cucumbers for lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to get so skinny. I'm. This is me now. This is me now, baby. Yeah. And then the next day I was like, I can't do that. I'm so hungry. <laughs> or like all smoothies. I did that for a little bit too long. I did that for a few days yeah. where I was just drinking like three smoothies a day. And yeah, people are looking for a quick fix. Yeah, but you I didn't understand. I didn't understand food. I just knew that like anorexic people eat nothing yeah. and they lose weight. Yeah. So if I just eat less, then I should lose weight and I work out really hard and I walk and whatever right. I should. Like I didn't understand calories. Yeah. I didn't understand like fueling your body for your workouts and stuff. And yeah. like, you can lose weight on way more calories than you think you can. Yeah. That was a problem. You taught me that. That's insane. Yeah. That's been actually helping me getting a hold of my eating way more sustainable. Yeah. So yeah, and I just did some weird that's stuff. That's funny. Cause like I would also do that too. And I was like, okay, maybe I all I, I'm going to have is just bland all boiled chicken and I'll have yeah. broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is me now. This is me now I could do this forever. <laughs> Um, but then like it's, it was like when I stopped drugs and smoking and stuff like that, where <laughs> it's funny. I was, sorry, I'm going off on a few tangents here, but, um, I was at hockey the other day and there was like this, he's, t this guy's like 22 years old. Uh, the other day I was talking about how I stopped smoking. He was asking if it was affecting my sleep. And I was like, not really. If anything, it only affects my sleep because I have so much energy mm -hmm. and it's not like I can't, I never really used it to sleep ever. So that wasn't an issue. Um, and he was like, my favorite is cracking an Adderall in half, having that in the morning, smoking a joint, having the half Adderall. Once that <laughs> kicks in, that rides longer. And then uh, he's also packing like nicotine pouches in his gums. And he's like, this guy's like 22. And I heard him at hockey this last uh, last game where he's like, I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm spending money on this other drug that's cost 70 bucks a month to help me sleep. And the guy's like, what about weed? And he's like, I tried it. It's not good enough. And He's talking about how he also has Adderall and he's just smashing nicotine. The guy smokes and vapes. And it's like, you're 20, you, if you just stop all the drugs, you can sleep. So once I recognized where I was like, oh, I need weed, that'll help me. Once I recognized, I'm like, oh, maybe it's all of the drugs. Right. Maybe I don't need antidepressants and weed and ADHD meds and all this other stuff and eventually stopped everything. And my body regulated itself and I dealt with my own mental health stuff. It worked. Same thing with the with the eating. I didn't I didn't have to go extreme. I was like, oh, maybe it's all the McDonald's. Right. Like, let's just stop all the shit. Maybe. Yeah. Let's just eat regular food for a bit, and let's just keep track of it and see how much I'm eating. Keeping track of it, like it was, it's exhausting at the start to go just to learn how to do that. Right. It's nice to know how much I'm eating in a day. Yeah. And it gets easier. Tracking yeah. your food gets easier as you do it. It is so freaking daunting at the beginning. Yeah. Like I remember being told that that's what I got to do. And I was like, I have to weigh my ham. Are you <laughs> kidding me right now? And it's like embarrassing a little bit. Yeah. Like I was just, I was like, there's no way I could ever keep track of all this. Yeah. Like, this is insane. Um, my fitness pal makes it really hard. Oh for yeah. Me. I cannot do my fitness pal or any sort of like weight loss app. I'm going to scan this thing and I'm going to select how many grams I had of it. And I'm going to select how many portions and all this. Other and then stuff. sometimes it's not there. You so got to figure out something else. And it's kind just, of close to it. It's brutal. Yeah. Um, and then like 
how it lets you add exercise and then you get to eat more. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just eat the same calories every day. If you exercise, it's a bonus. That's the other thing with my fitness pal. The only reason I, I would do add in the exercise, like it, it got me down to, it, it was, it let me choose how much pound, how much weight I wanted to lose every yeah. week or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I want to lose all the weight I can as quick as I can. So I yeah. feel like three pounds a week or something. Yeah. And it was like, great, just eat 1,200 calories. Because it doesn't say it's a bad idea. It just does the math. Yeah, it's just like, like, okay. Oh, if you want to lose three pounds a week, which you shouldn't, just eat nothing, basically. And I was like, okay. And if I worked out, I got to eat more. Yeah, I know. But like you showed me like at my body weight, if I'm exercising moderately, I should probably be eating. I'm I'm eating 2,400 calories. Yeah. Which is a lot. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, what snacks can I have? Yeah. And you can like what I do is like now that I've stopped tracking, I mean, like you can still do this while you're tracking. But if you're like extremely hungry at the end of the day, like reflect on your day. If you did a hard workout or like two hard workouts or like you did cardio and a bunch of weightlifting or something and you're super hungry, you've hit your calories, you could probably afford an extra hundred calorie snack. Like it's not going to be the end of the world if you're starving and you can't sleep because you're so hungry. But like. Yeah, keep your calories generally the same. Yeah. If you worked really hard, that's fine. And, and I don't hungry. Have, I don't have cheat days because I I'm not. If I cheat, I like to cheat all the time. Same with I smoking. Know. It's like I can't smoke once a week. Yeah. Like I can't do that. So cheat I don't want to have cheat great. days. But you also showed me like you don't have to just only have boiled chicken and broccoli. Like no. I love cereal. Yeah. And so I have cereal all the time now. Yeah, that's it's the, actually pretty low. That's and the I just, best it's part nice about treat. That's the best part about counting your calories is that like. If like when I'm having an off day, like I was when I got sick and stuff, I didn't feel like eating a bunch of protein and like chicken and stuff like that. I didn't I wasn't in the mood. I just really wanted cereal and like pita chips and hummus. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do that. But I'm not I'm not going to go overboard. But I'm going to have pita chips and hummus and cereal. I'm not going to hit my protein today at all. But it's, I'm just going to have a carb day and who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Once I learned that losing weight is all about like calories in, yeah. like how much calories you're actually putting in yeah. your body. Um, like my, like it, and you don't have to have it good. You also told me like you could lose weight eating McDonald's every day. Yeah. You could lose weight. My sister has lost weight and she's like, she's dealing with depression. She's dealing with lots of stuff right now, which I'm right. really proud of her for going through. <laughs> but she's like, I eat chips all day. Yeah. But I lost weight because I didn't eat over my calories. Yeah. And, uh, and everyone's like, what's the secret? The secret is not eating everything. And that's what I had to learn how to do. And the keeping track of everything was nice to know, like how much is too much? Cause I would just like, you, you bought those nuts, the big tub of nuts. It's yeah. so hard for me to like not eat all of it. <laughs> when you pack, when you package them in Ziploc bags for me and showed me what 150 calories was, <laughs> I got so upset. I got so sad. It's like learning. It's like reading the nutritional value on peanut butter and it's like oh it's okay as long as you have like half a tablespoon (laughs) what's that i used to get scoops of it and just eat that as a snack when i was a kid yeah people that say peanut butter is a source of protein don't those people you never listen to them are dumb they are dumb (laughs) i'm eating dry nuts and has no protein in it no protein and like 150 calories is like the tiniest little handful. Yeah. It's like 10 nuts. Yeah. It was so upsetting. You're like, Hey, you can eat this. And I was like, why don't you throw that in the garbage? (laughs) Yeah. Nuts are not They're they're So I eat nuts once in a while, but it's more for my skin. I like them too much. I'm not eating them to like fill up or have a good snack or whatever. I'm eating them because I, they're good for your skin and I'm trying to 
deal with this situation. Right. But that's the only reason I eat nuts. I really want to buy nuts with the shells on them and not have, have to work me and my for sister, it. me and my sister. No, I want to work for it. I mean, yeah, sorry. Like me and my sister sorry. came up with this idea of, that's okay, of like, she's like, well, I want to get nuts. It takes me longer to eat them. And I'll just get a nutcracker. And I was like, I don't want even a nutcracker. I want to like struggle. I want to struggle to get two pecans out or whatever. <laughs> you know, I want to struggle through an almond shell. <laughs> Try to bite it and hate it. And, you know, it takes me, it would take me like 10 minutes to eat one almond. Right. Um, nuts, they, they add up. My brother once was on a diet and he misread it. Did I tell you this? He misread yeah, it. Yeah, he did. It was really he funny. misread it and it, he thought it said it could take, he could eat as many um, pistachios as he wanted. He was like, that's great. I love pistachios. So he's crushing pistachios and he looked eventually, he looked at his weight and he gained weight. And he's like, what? So like after like a week of just smashing pistachios, he looked and they're like, oh, no, no, you can have eight pistachios every day. And he's like, what's that? <laughs> like, I don't even want the, the temptation of eight. Eight's get, yeah. Eight gets me going. Eight's my pre-workout for eating nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can really dive into the, the pistachios. That's so funny. That's really. So I've had to learn how to like what portions are. And keeping track of my calories has helped me do that. Yeah, it's really helpful to track your calories for a little bit just to know, like, especially the things you regularly eat. Yeah. Because you'll be surprised at, like, how much cereal you're eating is, like, two portions and you didn't realize. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know, rice or something. Those little things, you're like, this can't be that. It's not that bad. But then if you just weigh it a few times and get used to, like, how much is, like, you're eating, you're like, okay, I I should probably not. Yeah, like, learning what a, what a, portion is like i'm when i was uh when i was a kid i would go back for like thirds at like a thanksgiving dinner just because i was back and i thought it was funny to eat but i would i would even i was full at that point but i i felt it i was made to feel it was rude if you left any food or like if you didn't on your plate or just in general on the table oh my god and so like it, it would be like a quarter of the potatoes were left and why then, is that your problem? I don't know why it was always my problem, but like my grandma would always go, oh, you're a growing boy. It's like, yeah, I'm growing out, not up. <laughs> like right now I'm 12. I shouldn't be eating 85 pounds of potatoes oh my and God. gravy. But she would go, I would have to learn how to, uh, I'd have to say no thanks. Like, okay, I'm good. Um, two scoops before I actually wanted like to stop, which I should have had one scoop. But basically I would be like, I'll just have one because she would always get two bigger scoopfuls after I said I'm good and slap that on my plate. And like, she would like give me regular scoopfuls and then I would say I'm good. And she'd really dig to the bottom and balance the potatoes up and put them on my plate and get two more of those. It was awful. That's so bad. I mean, it was great. I loved it, but that's why I have an eating addiction now. That's really awful. But on the other hand, I'm really proud of myself for dealing with all of my addictions over the last last like half year. I've been getting through. I've been knocking off addictions. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of myself. One by one, baby. One by one. No end in sight. Yeah. And you know what I am addicted to? Exercise. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. No, I'm not. It's still a struggle. I almost didn't go to hockey today. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't you go to hockey again? I you did go to hockey. Like I was just... No, why? Sorry. Can't talk. Why didn't you feel like going to hockey? Uh, I went and when I got my, I got an elliptical yesterday and I tried it out and I've been finding that like the day after, if I do like a cardio workout and I go to hockey the next day, I'm gassed Hmm. all, all game. And so I was like, I shouldn't go. Um, but then 
I was like, no, that's when I should go. Like my brain's just trying to get me to stop here. And it's the same thing. Like when my brain's like, well, McDonald's and weed, we go out to McDonald's and weed and I have to go shut the fuck up. I've yeah. had enough. I've eaten my share of McDonald's and weed in my life now. Yeah. I've ran out. Yeah. My dad has horrendous cardiac issues right now. He's about to have open heart surgery. It's because he didn't recognize that he had his share of milkshakes. That's what I, sh okay. So I know I told you about this, but I want to tell them about this, that I was watching this YouTube. He's a YouTuber from Canada. His name is Will Tennyson. Um, he's a fitness guy and he's starting a series right now that I watched the first episode of where he's, uh, helping one of his subscribers like lose weight in 60 days or something. Yeah. Um, but they were interviewing this subscriber and he said that he was 33, I think. And he would eat out a lot because he was like a trucker or something. Yeah. He would, um, he was on the road for his job so he was eating out all Eat the time. gas station food probably all the time yeah and just like fast food like a yeah. lot of fast food and um he already had a heart attack yeah in his early early 30s yeah and he just had a kid so he's like i can't do this anymore yeah so he's like done eating out but like just and he wasn't even that fat like he was like a little bit like chunky a little yeah. bit in, in the tummy but like he like with a shirt on he just looked like an average dude yeah just a little chubby but like just eating fast food it doesn't matter if you're fat yeah. just eating that stuff can give you a heart attack which people is think that they're crazy. only gonna have heart attacks once you hit 50 you know right or but, if you're like extremely obese yeah i'm but not very big the only, if, if anything i was telling you like when you're extremely obese and you have a heart attack those are the guys that live through heart attacks right. the healthier kind of chubby guys who kind of play sports once or twice a week but drink beer and, and eat shit all the time. Yeah. When they have a heart attack, they don't have collateral arteries that go around. Right. You know, blockages and stuff. And they just die when they yeah. have a heart attack. You're saying that uh, obese people will, their hearts will start making different pathways for yeah. the blood and stuff. If so you see that... someone's heart, if you see a healthy person's heart, it just looks like big, like rivers going around the heart. If you look at a really unhealthy person's heart, there's rivers and streams and <laughs> brooks and babbling brooks in their heart and stuff. Like it's like blocking off a, a river, and eventually the water finds a way to get around that block. Right. That's what unhealthy or, or or older people have in their hearts. That's why. Right. That's why you can be like, my grandpa had like eight heart attacks, and he's fine. Mm -hmm. He's not fine. His just hearts learn how to deal with it. But when you're young, you don't have that. Right. So they just die. So I'm glad he didn't die. That's crazy. Yeah. He should have. He when being 33 and having a heart attack. Yeah. That's crazy. That's insane. So yeah, that food's not good for you, man. No. Not good at all. Not good. <laughs> we just realized this, guys. McDonald's. Shocker. Great. It'll give you a freaking heart attack, <laughs> yeah. dude. Go to A&W, though. Go to A&W <laughs> for the coffee. For the coffee. And the vegetables. They they lettuce wrap there. They do have a lettuce wrap, yeah. That's they true. They lettuce wrap. They got pa is that paleo? Well, they got a Beyond Meat, too. Oh, yeah, they do. So they're basically vegan. Basically. You could be vegan at A&W. You, you can. You could be vegan, vegetarian, paleo. You could do whatever Gluten you want. Gluten-free? I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Probably if it's just a veggie wrap. Please send us more money, A&W. <laughs> we really appreciate it. <laughs> Anyways... Do you want to do best and worst or do you want to keep talking about? I'm enjoying this. Do you have anything else to add about this or we can go best and worst and we can come back. if we're thinking I didn't about have it. anything else. That's why I was going to go best and worst. Unless okay, you we, had can some. Go, we can go best and worst. Do you have something you want to add? Um, uh, or you're I'm just, I'm just glad that cause I, I usually, 
because I've worked out a bunch. Like I've worked out a bunch and in my life, and like it stopped. Unless I was when I was in the army. Obviously, I was working out. But if I if I was on leave, it was really hard to work out. And it was really hard to really? eat well. Yeah. If you were on leave, you had a hard time working out. Yeah, because no, you don't. That have... was my favorite time. Really? When you're on leave in the military? <laughs> like just from jobs in general. Like. What do you mean? Life. Like oh, if I'm being, on a leave or oh, like COVID hits yeah. and there's you, nothing to do. Yeah. You really thrive with that. I thrive when I'm not working, baby. So my thing, I really liked the military because it was like the first structure I ever had. Because I, I lived, I mean, I was basically raised myself. So when you're a young chubby kid and you play hockey and then my mom, like win or lose, she's like, want McDonald's? And I'd be like, right. yeah, I want, I was 12 and I was like, yeah, I want 20 pack McNugget meal back when they called that a meal and not a two-person meal <laughs> um i would get that and that was my favorite and she's like that sounds like an appropriate amount of food for a 12 year old <laughs> and i was like i'm a goalie i played the whole game i'm pretty <laughs> tired <laughs> and uh um what was i saying uh oh man something about leave from the military oh yeah yeah so like i never really had that much structure and i was always athletic but i was always 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 like chubby i was one of the most athletic kids in my school but i was also the, one of the chubbiest smallest mm -hmm. kids in my school uh so the military kind of showed me how to like exercise but part of it was like i'm gonna get in so much shit if i don't get up and go run at five o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. it was the best it was really where i developed some sort of discipline but even on leave i knew i had to but i would like leave it a week if i was off for two weeks i would leave it and I'd go i gotta go do a run and then i would overdo it so I always often like I would wait for a bit and then I would I was like, OK, I know I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me if I don't exercise while I'm off and I go for a run. I'd overdo it in the heat. I remember I passed out once. I'd barf <laughs> like it was really bad. Like I would, I would work out way too hard once. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm glad I've slowly. And that's also hard to sustain. So when I'm by myself, it was hard to maintain exercising that much or mm -hmm. eating well for that long. The longest period I did it before was when I did P90X and I was eating really well for like half a year. I don't think I ate, I didn't even have sugar for a year. And I went down to 165. And I was really little. I was really tiny. I was really lean. Uh, but then I'm in like, I'm 130. So I gained all it back, whatever I did lose, and I gained more. Did you say now you're 130? No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm 230. <laughs> 233 or whatever. Um, but this is the most consistent I've felt in a long time. And it's been really nice um, to get like actually like a footing I feel like I have a foundation of knowledge of like what are you doing and stopping smoking and having that willpower to do that and stopping edibles after that and uh and then getting a hold of my eating like I can actually like battle my brain because my brain has been really smart because recently it it'll try to get me to smoke and it knows I'll I'll go no we're not we don't smoke anymore but recently it's been like hey you want some edibles and I've never craved an edible. I've only ever done edible in spite of smoking. Like right. I've never been like, oh, I can't wait to have edibles. But now my brain's like, maybe sushi and edibles. And I have to be like, oh, that sounds good. Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> and but it's been nice to have this amount of time under my belt to actually like feel good. And I don't see me falling off because I want to be a good dad. And getting off weed has helped me maintain that mental stability to be able to battle those thoughts. Right. So it's been really good. I appreciate all your help with that and your insight with it. And also not just with that, but I also see you exercising. Like you've been super sick and you, you worked out today. I was at hockey. I, I thought I was going to come back and find you in bed and you were working out today. Listen, 
We're freaking beasts. We're freaking beasts. We are Navy SEAL beasts. Yeah. <laughs> Navy SEAL, hire us. Yeah. Because <laughs> we are, uh, what's that called? Beasts. <laughs> <laughs> what's that called? Not determination, but. Dedicated? No. Determined. Faster, stronger. <laughs> no, what's the word? Mm. Your, it's your trigger word. Oh, uh, disciplined? We're disciplined. We're disciplined. We are so disciplined. We're doing a really good job being we disciplined. We do so good. And there's not even a sergeant yelling at me right now. Exactly. Yeah. The sergeant's in our head. Navy SEALs, read our resumes. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> we could do podcasts for the Navy SEALs. We could. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're ready. You know how they get like comedians or singers to like sing to the military or whatever yeah. and entertain them mm-hmm. we could do a live podcast for the navy seals we could just the talk navy about SEALs. talk about how um what's it called again discipline disciplined we are <laughs> <laughs> i like how you're not even going just regular military you're going a different country that's u.s and you're going their special forces we're gonna talk to them yeah we're gonna they give seem them to be the hardest talk. They're the hard. They're one of the hardest. Yeah. So for sure. I feel like we. That's where we belong. Yeah. We don't need to talk to no like grunt. That's where we belong, baby. <laughs> Discipline central. Yeah. Talk. I'm gonna listen to the guy who dropped it on the military twice, <laughs> in high school and college. Yeah, but, but now, now we're disciplined. We, this disciplined. is our story of how we became disciplined. Cinderella story. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about how you start. It's how you finish. It's how you come along the journey. <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys heard of David Goggins? Me too. Yeah, I am David Goggins. Have you guys heard Joe Rogan, David Goggins? Huh? That's me. Me too. I've heard of them too. Well, I read their books. I'm both of them combined, baby. (laughs) That's how disciplined I am. But I'm I'm glad I'm going to be like a dad I wanted to be. And the guy that was smoking weed was not a dad I wanted to be. Yeah. And so I'm glad I'm getting a hold of it. Because again, you can go... When I'm 50, I'll get in shape. When I'm 50, I'll be in shape. On my 40s is going to be great. Do you yeah. know how you're going to be great in your 40s? By starting to work out right now. Yeah. And so I didn't want to enter my 40s like a piece of shit. The best time to start is now. It's yesterday. And you already failed. <laughs> so get out Don't there. Don't wait for Monday. No. Don't wait for January 1st. Don't wait for Don't February Don't wait for tomorrow 1st. morning. If you have this thought, go and do something. Even in the middle of the day, if you're like, I want to start eating healthy, but I already had cake for breakfast. You start now. Yeah. It's not a write-off. Now we're a motivational Don't podcast. Don't have cake for lunch. <laughs> we are a motivational discipline podcast yeah. now, and we're switching from comedy to really level motivation discipline. Yeah, we're not even going to be funny anymore. You yeah, know, I think I gave funny. that up with weed. Yeah, exactly. We both gave funny up a long time a ago. A long time ago. To but be... I think that's true, though, It's and it's just like... You taught me this, and I would also go in the morning. I'll do it, or and like maybe I'll do the dishes tomorrow. I didn't want to do dishes last night, but I yeah. thought about it. Yeah. And I saw them, and I was like, I'm gonna spend five minutes, and the dishes are gonna be on, because I'm yeah. not gonna wash them. I'm a dishwasher. I'll throw out dishes before I wash a dish. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> make your life easier. Make your life easier. You know what we should do next podcast. Yeah. We should do tips on how to make your life easier. Like a minimalism podcast. Yeah. That's a great idea. That's, I like that idea. That's the next episode, so tune in. So tune in. Um, yeah, chores are hard, but when you just go, I just do it. Yeah. Stop thinking about it. Just do it. Yeah. That's like how I jumped into cold water. I'd be like, why are you thinking? Yeah. Just Don't jump think in. about it. Just yeah. go. Just do it. Yeah. 
It's not going to kill you to do laundry. It's not no. going to kill you to do the dishes. Just do it. And you're not going to be anxious and sit in bed all day and going, I, should, I, I really should really do that. Like you're, you're, when you don't do it, you're entering yourself into hours of pain yeah. and, and anxiety. And it's just going to keep building. Yes. Those two things, laundry and dishes, that never ends. But like motivation for like 10 minutes, it's yeah. done. Yeah. Also, I like to trick myself. I like to do little bits at a time sometimes. I'll be like... Well, I could put the plates away. That was funny, yeah. I could put the plates away. <laughs> and then I'd be like, okay, well, there's some bowls too, so I may as well put the bowls away. They're yeah. in the same spot. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, there's two big pans in there. Why would I not put those away? That's going to take up so much space in there and make me feel more anxious. I'm just going to get those out. Yeah. And then eventually it's just utensils, and I'm like, I may as well just do the utensils. That's And I told you, that's how I did a run where I was like, I can get to that pole. Yeah. And then before I got to the pole, I'd see another pole, and I'm yeah. like, I could make it to that pole. Yeah. <laughs> I could make it to that street. That's I could do that no problem. And then like convince my brain, like I, I pre-convince my brain. Yeah. And then while I'm heading there and my brain's like, we're, oh, we're just going to that road. I'm just like, I try to reverse what my brain does about weed. <laughs> On the way, I was like, you can make it to the park now. The park's not too bad. <laughs> you know, you can do it. And it was, yeah, it's funny that you convince yourself because we were putting laundry away yesterday and you were you were going from the bedroom to the to the closet. Yeah. With one piece of clothing. Yeah. And I was like, I can. And I was doing it too. And I was like, why don't I just bring that in there and then we can do it. And you go, I'm tricking myself that I'm only doing one item. <laughs> <laughs> I would trick for like for like the first half of the day when laundry's done. Yeah. I usually just look at it yeah. and try to spot something that I could easily put away. Like, or like a match. Or like a match. Like if I find two shirts, yeah. two of your shirts, yeah. I'm like, those are going in the same place. I may as well just put yeah, them we in play, there. Yeah, we play laundry mahjong. <laughs> laundry mahjong. <laughs> oh, it matches on the top. I can do those matches. I can do those. That, and then that's it. And I'm like, oh, that's... I see three pairs of underwear. I could probably put those three pairs of underwear away yeah. or like hoodies and towels. Or yeah. Like, when you said you find like two towels and that, yeah. that, that makes it go down by a half. You go, yeah. what was the Tetris game? I just got a line. Hoodies and Four towels make away. it go. Poof. Yeah. It's insane. And then there's like nothing in them. It's like socks left. <laughs> yeah. So get the, your hoodies and your towels out first yeah. and then you're flying. And another, like it talk about like, I mean, we can talk about this next podcast, but I think it's a really good idea, but we really, simplified our life if you're like i can't because there's so much shit get rid of everything spend yeah. spend a day and get rid of a room like get rid of everything in that one yeah room, that's what that we did we'd, we'd focus on a room and, and over time you keep doing that all the shit that you don't need is gone yeah and then your house is full of things that you love yeah and then have a make sure everything has a place yeah and it sucks it sucks <laughs> that part sucks but it gets so much easier We'll talk. We'll talk more about that in our. Uh, yeah, that's a little. What's that pod going to be called? Tips to tips to make your life easier. Some like some like that. Something like that. It'll be like something like something about tips making... to make your life easier. Or something. <laughs> about like just the tips. tips. Just the tips to make your life easier. Yeah. Something like that. Min tips. Minimalism. If you have a title, write in for next names, week. Write in for next week. Honestly, if you have a title for this week, write in. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a better title for literally any of the episodes, please write in. Rachel McAdams makes us lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, I'm I mean, so glad I sat down to this pod instead of had a shower after hockey. I, I'm probably still stinky right now. But, yeah, uh, I had no, I, I had no energy. Anything, so no one showed up for hockey today. Yeah, you were tired. I was so tired. I got two goals and a few assists, though. It's insane. It's so insane. Because you're like the only one out there. <laughs> so your goals were your assists as well. Yeah, I passed it <laughs> myself. Well, I, I was the last one to touch it, and I shot it. So I technically <laughs> I had an assist. <laughs> 
Is there anything else you want to add or do you want to be and we it? We can be and we it. That's pretty good. I think that's a solid amount of talking for the beginning of this pod. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. Let's start getting into the we pod. We got to hurry up though because we only have 50, <laughs> we're at 50 minutes now. Oh, well. That's pretty good. What you going to do in um, the Do you want to do best and worst? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Do you think that's a good idea? I think that's a good idea. All right. Let's do a B and a we. What's oh, before we do B and a we. Oops. I, <laughs> um, Paisley, it's so cute that you got my kids into doing their best and worst. It's the best thing. It's nice that these they used to go, I don't know. And now Paisley's like, we haven't even done our best and worst before I go to bed. And so it makes these kids talk, like actually think about their day and talk about it, which is yeah. cute. But because I know that she, my daughter came up with something called her medium part of her day yeah. or middle part of her day, whatever yeah. it's called. And you didn't understand it. So I'm going to explain. She came up with something which I think it's a really good explanation of what the middle part of the day is. Okay. Her middle part of the day was. I thought it was medium part. Oh, medium part, whatever. But her medium part was when I picked her up and brought her here because she was really excited to be here and be with us. But she missed her mom. Okay. So it's like. There's some, it's, it's good, but it's hard. That's what your medium part of your day is. <laughs> you don't have to do it. I'm trying to it get you on board. It just doesn't make sense to me because the best part of my day is coming to dad's house. The worst part of my day is not, is missing mom. Like that's how that I see that. Right. But her best part of her day might not be coming to dad's house. Her best part of her day was like playing uh, Animal Crossing and you change the dates to like Christmas. I don't know what her best part of her day was. I can't remember now. But it could be something only good. There was no struggle. It was only good. Okay. You know? What if you didn't have, like, uh, like I just, it's so hard to think of. I know. But it's just like, I would think of a worst part of your day when you've had nothing but a good day. You gotta go, what's the worst part? And yeah, you can split that up and be a bitch and say, my best part was coming to my dad's. But to me, that's the same, that's the same part. You just call me a bitch. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> you know, my whole family listens to this, right? <laughs> I didn't mean like you were being a, a bitch. I was saying you're being like a oh, little bitch. A little baby bit. bitch about interesting. it. Interesting. <laughs> you're going to be a fucking bitch about <laughs> it. That's what I meant. I'm sorry, family. I just talk. Anyways, what's your middle part? We don't have to come up with a middle part. <laughs> okay, my middle part was hockey, I think. Because I didn't want to go. Of your whole week? No, of my week? Oh, we're doing our week. The week, dude. This is a weekly thing. Daily podcast? Is that what you guys want? That's fair. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Bobby can't edit that. He barely can edit a weekly podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, middle part of my week. Um... What was the what was your best and worst part <laughs> of your week? I, do you have any? Um, worst part was getting sick. Yeah. For me, I feel like I feel like the universe beats me down, man. As soon as I try to get on track, it's like, no, you're injured, and I'm like, okay, I'll do upper body, or no, I was injured on the upper body first. I was like, okay, I'll just do lower body, I guess. No, that's injured too, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just not i'll rest i'll have rest days that's okay i'll have rest days and then i was like okay i'm starting to feel better i might just go walk and like do some rehab stuff yeah walk to do some rehab stuff next day you're gonna have a cold actually you're gonna get actually sick and you get hit with your period too and your period <laughs> yeah in the same day here you go here you go try that hey see how that goes for you it's gonna be a mental workout of not killing yourself today <laughs> <laughs> so the universe likes to beat me down when i'm strong <laughs> It sucks, man. This happens every time I start working out. Yeah. Every time. Uh-huh. 
I what know. are you gonna do? I know. Uh, okay, my. But I was. I don't know if my. I can't. I'm having a hard time thinking about. Best and worst. Worst. Do you, you have an idea for my worst part? I think probably you being sick. That was my worst part. Just because I felt bad for you. Okay. And I was taking care of you. And not that that was bad, but I'm saying my worst part was... So that's your medium part. No. No, I didn't I didn't enjoy it. It's not like I look forward to it at all. I wish you weren't sick. I saw how much you were hating that. And, uh, and I felt really bad for you. Because I also was looking forward to hanging out with you and, and, and stuff. And you got knocked on your butt. My best part... Even though you were sick, the day that you were not feeling good and you all you could be is on the couch and we sat down and we played Mario Party. We played Mario Party for a long for time. For like six <laughs> hours. That was probably my best part. That was a lot of fun. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, that'll be my medium part. Yeah. Because I was sick, but I got to play Mario Party for six hours. <laughs> um, but I think my best part was... My brother playing basketball in town. This was his last two games ever in, in town. town. Yeah. Um, yeah. He only so has a few more games left before playoffs, and then he's done. Yeah, then he's really done. That's going to be my worst part when that happens. <laughs> I've been enjoying <laughs> this so much. <laughs> That's my pre-worst part. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was really fun. A lot of people came out to support him, and I saw a lot of people like my chiropractor was there the whole city came out to support basketball him. Oh, basketball coaches were there your parents came mm-hmm. like ev- like and it got crazy like that was the loudest i've heard a it basketball game it, it looked like every fraternity showed up and they're yeah. like all right tarps off boys get the <laughs> get the face paint off and or put out and put it on your chest <laughs> what letter is everyone gonna be you know yeah and everyone went crazy and they were all looked like they were on, hopped up on something well there's a beer garden on the second game. oh was there oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so i think they're all a little tipsy a little tipsy it yeah. was crazy okay a few guys took a little uppers I'm not <laughs> sure what kind of uppers they had but they were pretty excited and then and then screaming at everybody was so fun like because we were yeah. heckling the refs we were heckling their team and that was really fun it wasn't just like a nice let's watch these boys play basketball it was like both sides were it screaming was university basketball it was like insane intense. yeah um and my throat was really hurting. I wasn't feeling good at all, but I came. And then, uh, like, I think I yelled once something. And I was like, oh, that's all I have in me, guys. Yeah. I don't think I can do anything the rest of the game. And then my brother got a foul called on him that was garbage. unjust. Unjust, yeah. Just not appropriate at all. Yeah. It was garb- It was a garbage call. It was the other guy that was pushing him. Those and they refs were it- making money on that game, I Oh, think. they were being such bitches. Yeah. But they, I get really protective over my yeah. brother. I get protected over your brother because of you. <laughs> and I started, I stood up and I was just screaming for like, like as the refs were coming down the court, I was still screaming and the plays happening like on the other side. And I was still screaming that this ref is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You, you got up in front of, there was kids sitting right in front of you and you got up and yelled, you're a fucking bitch <laughs> it was my cousins it wasn't yeah. like just random kids no i know yeah. yeah it was my cousins that are it was your cousin and her friend yeah the friend <laughs> i'm sorry but sorry about that. <laughs> stevie can handle it so yeah. i just assume she can handle it um you guys get pretty pretty heated though That's and then cool. like apparently people were like laughing at me doing mm-hmm. that and my mom's like yeah she gets really protective over her brother <laughs> But I was like, that is garbage. I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. But when I did that, when I yelled that second time, I like for my brother, yeah. um, everything cleared out. 
Yeah, that's funny. I got a little pressure release and I was like, I'm feeling a lot better. Like I felt a little clear. My sore throat went away. <laughs> it was really nice. Like and when I, your ears finally popped after a big, yeah, after everything long flight. Yeah, everything had popped and it was, I felt good for a little bit. That's great. So I kept screaming. You also got sick right after the first game because they had two yeah, games each, uh, in two days. And you were fine. You screamed your head off of the first one. Yeah. And then you got really sick right after. Yeah. Like <laughs> as soon as we got home, I was like, I don't think I'm feeling that good. Like my throat's like my throat was hurting a little bit in the morning. Yeah. But I thought it was from that nasal spray that I keep doing because mm-hmm. that slides down the back of my throat and fucking burns. <laughs> and so I was like, that's probably just residual. And then I screamed at the game, came home. I was like, it's still there. It does not feel good. What? And I was like. What if I'm getting sick? Imagine. Imagine. And you got really and sick. And then I was like, I don't feel good. It was the sickest <laughs> I've seen you get from being fine to sick where you're like, I think I'm just going to sit down. And then I looked at you half an hour later. You're like, I don't feel good. <laughs> I don't feel good. Yeah. It was. It I happened go to fast. bed. You're like, you sure you don't want soup? I was like, sushi. Sushi so all the way. We already we got excited about sushi. Let's have sushi. <laughs> So, yeah, those are my best and worst. Nice. I think I'll add a best part. Well, I like I really enjoyed hockey. Maybe that was my medium part because no one showed up. There was four guys on each side and uh, and one spare on one team. So, like, we played half the game and I had I, w- I played I played half the game, mm-hmm. which is I played 45 minutes straight without stopping. And that I wanted to barf the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other cool thing was I bought an elliptical because my treadmill broke. And uh, and it's like a like a. Uh, like a gym like quality elliptical mm-hmm. it's solid and i got it for 85 bucks insane <laughs> what, a, what a find insane such what a, a steal. find such a steal <laughs> that was my other best part uh yeah and your brother's games that was that was really fun and you bought it from the same house that we bought the chase lounge the from. chase lounge yeah which is crazy yeah, which doesn't make an appearance in the pot anymore not that it did before. I guess it was. It never did. It I don't think did. anybody's seen the Chase Lounge. They no. just know the room as the Chase Lounge. The Chase Lounge, yeah. <laughs> the Chase Lounge. Yeah. We were going to get like a neon sign that said the Chase Lounge. And then we were like, maybe we shouldn't spend money for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> for zero reason. Unless people start buying our merch. Start buying our merch our so page. we can buy more Chase Lounges. And our page, then we can show you the Chase Lounge. Yeah. And get a neon sign. Yeah. Pay for our neon sign. Pay for it. Get me things. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about? Um, not really. No? Okay, that's good. We were actually pretty good on time, but I've, I found two things I can bring up. Okay. Um, oh, this one I, I brought, I, I saw the other day. Um, I forgot to bring it up last pod. But uh, there was a study that they said that um, talking about, I don't know what, we weren't talking about weddings. I'm not sure why I said talking about, speaking of weddings. Um, but it's weird. The couples that spent more money on their weddings are more likely to get divorced. Yeah. I knew the I knew that people who had more people at their weddings were less likely to be divorced because they have more people that they'll disappoint, I guess. Interesting. But I was thinking about how, yeah, couples who spend more on their wedding are more likely to get divorced. And your parents spent no money. Like your <laughs> yeah. parents were like, let's get married on Christmas because the church is already decorated. They're Christmas not even Eve, they're yeah. not even religious. They're not. But they're like, religious. it's decorated. Let's just show up at that church and get married. Yeah. And your mom like bought a uh, rent a dress or she something. She rented her dress. Like that's got to be under five hundred for that. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I don't even know if they had like a. You know, you do the parties after, and you like yeah. buy everybody yeah, dinner yeah. or something. I don't know if they even did that. They didn't. They didn't I, have like I, a reception or anything. I don't know where they would have had it. I mean, maybe they did, but I can't think of. 
That's amazing. That happening. It's it's cool because like, can I t- say like that you were around before they got married? Can yes. we talk about that? Yeah. They had like an oopsie kid. I but wasn't an oopsie kid. <laughs> I feel like you were an oopsie. I don't think they were planning on a kid. Did they plan to do that? No. So you're kind of an oopsie kid, but like they were like, let's, th- that story is really cute because I've I also known a lot of people that have that happen to them and that yeah. guy's gone. Right. And your dad is the cutest. And he's just yeah, like, I don't know well, if he, hope you like have me around forever. I don't know if he knows that we now know this story. Yeah. I don't ask my parents a lot of questions, but I think that you dove into this a little bit. Yeah. And my mom told us that my dad said, if you have this kid, you're never getting rid of me. Which, how cute is that? <laughs> my panties are, are falling off for that. <laughs> so I think that's really cute. And then the fact that they're like, because they, usually people, when that happens, they have a shotgun wedding, right? Right. Um, but they're no, just, I was they like, just had a kid. I was like three. I was turning four. Yeah. Or no. Was I two turning three? And then I would have turned four. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was, I was about three years old. And they're the best together. Yeah. They're, they're the great. best together. I've, I've never seen a, like a cuter, perfect couple together. Yeah. It's crazy that how like they met and like, and that, that just worked out that way. And that they're so great together in business and just in life. And they're, they're really level headed. Yeah. Neither of them like party at all. No. Which is cool. I mean, my dad used to. I mean, they both kind of used to. My mom. But your mom didn't really even drink. She would go to parties. Yeah. But she didn't really party. Yeah. But, uh, I'm sure there's a couple times, but she wasn't a huge drinker. Yeah. My dad, however. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a big boy. I told you he put an axe in his leg because <laughs> <laughs> he was drinking out in the bush. No. I don't know the full story, so I'm going to be fuzzy on the details, but I know that he was chopping wood or something, and then he was drunk and he put an axe in his leg. I Seen think he still has the times. scar. And then I think his dad, or no, he like duct taped it because he's like, I can't. I can't let anybody know that that happened and I can't go to the hospital right now. And <laughs> That's then, stupid. And then, yeah, I think his dad, my grandpa found out or something, took him to the hospital. They were pissed about it, but he duct taped yeah. his, an ax in his leg. Yeah. He's, he screams like he can Something put him like down. That. Sorry, dad. I probably he's a, he's a big that. boy. I mean, Andre the giant used to drink like, like a, like a, what's those, the, one of those barrels, like a barrel. He would drink a barrel of beer every day. Andre the Giant. And your dad's not too far off Andre the Giant size. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like a party trick where he would just like drink a gallon of like vodka. And, and like, throw nothing. an axe in him. He's yeah. like, I can put an axe in any part of my body. Name a part of my body. I don't even feel it. <laughs> watch, watch. But I saw that study and I was just thinking about your parents. And That's then I was funny. thinking about how if we never get married, we're we're golden. We're cruising. We're cruising. Let's not spend any money on a wedding. Yeah, zero. Let's never get married. <laughs> <laughs> so easy. So easy. <laughs> That's how you hack the system. I know. Boom. Yeah. That's going to be in our tips. I know. Save that for our tips. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, sorry. I'll cut it out. Bobby, Just to make your life Cut easy. it out. Get a time check on that one. <laughs> uh, okay, that was that one. And the other one, I don't know why uh, this came up. I was like, you know, you just click around and eventually you're at something and you're reading something. I took a picture of it. Um, where is it? There it is. Please show me. So I was looking at like this Reddit thing and it was, the question was, what's the worst thing you've ever done? Or what's the, uh, why can't I show it? It's being weird. Uh, what's the worst thing you unknowingly did as a child? This is interesting because uh, it's asking what you did as a child. And this person says, I broke my parents up. It's funny how we internalize that stuff. 
Yeah. But because the kid doesn't break a kid, a parent up. But he said, so it was the worst thing he did. And this person said, I broke my parents up. Uh, one day I asked my mom if I could have dinner at my aunt Christie's house because she makes the best or it makes his favorite pasta. And there's no aunt Christie. It was the dad's coworker who he's cheating with. And so that's how the mom found out that his, that his, her husband was cheating on him. And he said, Hey, can we go to aunt Christie's house? She, she makes really good pasta. And mom's like, what's that? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And the sucks. Bringing the, your kid into that. That's how you do crazy. That? That's insane. Be like, Hey, do you mind making my kid pasta? And then thinking the kid's never going to bring up the best pasta he's ever had. Yeah. What? What an idiot. That's crazy. Like, if you're going to do that, don't be bad. Be a, bitch don't don't give him pasta don't give him candy make don't it un- bring not your rememberable. kid to your mistress yeah, also <laughs> don't bring, yeah. it's just funny how a kid will internalize that as broke my parents up because i didn't know that was a secret it's like no the dad broke up that family a that's long time crazy. before if that's not like the first encounter yeah you know that's really weird I, it's amazing that people do that they have alternate lives and they yeah. live those lives until it blows up in their face yeah it's absolutely insane. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Excuse me, I'm burping on too much coffee. It's coffee. <laughs> it's fucking coffee, it's co- dude. Why are you burping? <laughs> <laughs> Your brother gets so mad. Um, but like, I, I'm not going to say who it is because uh, I'm not sure if I can say this exactly. But I know someone that caught their dad cheating. Yeah. And the dad like saw that they caught him. Like, it was an accident they they caught them. And the dad... Um, took them to like McDonald's and explained why he was cheating because their mom didn't satisfy him. That's so disgusting. And and if he says anything, then he's wrecking the family. That's so gross. And then eventually this person couldn't hold that in anymore, told the mom that like I saw dad with whatever and the dad's family blames the child for breaking up the the relationship breaking that's up. insane it's insane people are delusional delusional delulu town yeah. city bro yeah how do you go past all that and be like that kid shouldn't have said anything <laughs> like what the hell the da- what a weird conversation to have that's insane well generally like to try to spin it to a kid to go mm-hmm. is one thing to go it's your aunt i get that i don't get it but like i get i get that that makes sense i get i get it over the other one of going well actually your mom isn't polishing off anything you know <laughs> that's insane to me <laughs> it's so gross so gross and it's funny because like i know this person has sat with that and has felt like they were the problem for a long time and just like oh, this kid he's like what's the worst thing i did as a kid well i broke up my parents i didn't i shouldn't have mentioned chris i didn't even know i wouldn't have, like that's awful that you were even involved in that. Yeah. It shouldn't have even happened. But the fact that you were even involved in it. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. Break up with them, guys. What are you doing? What do you do? What are you holding on to? Yeah. If you're already out of that relationship, just be good just about it. Just finish it. Just finish it. Just wrap it up. Yeah. It's like when people go, oh, it just happened. It just happened. We just, I, I, slept, I slept with that person. I cheated on you and it just happened. No, it didn't. You like... I, I was I was talking to my sister about this, how I don't put myself in any situation that could possibly turn into a situation. Yeah. So I'm pretty aware of that. And if anything does happen where, you know, something hap- like something comes up, I've had, this is another relationship I've had, uh, I was working and a, and, a, and a coworker didn't know I was with someone and they gave me their number. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no, thank you. 
or and then I went and told the person right away. Mm -hmm. The problem is when you start flirting with that idea. Yeah. And the problem is that the other people go, they're just my friend. I can go have dinner with them. Oh, yeah? Why are you having dinner with just them? If they're your friend, (laughs) this other person should know about it. Yeah. You know, if you guys are friends, you know. It's insane how people, they go, oh, we're just getting together. Yeah. You're flirting. Once you're flirting with an idea, you're basically already cheating at that point. Right. You're entering yourself into a position where you could possibly cheat. Yeah. And you got to not do that. You got to recognize where things can go in a slippery slope. Like that person that they could cheat. What did you have sex in the, at, at the restaurant? No. <laughs> if it's, unless you had a dinner that you shouldn't have gone to. Mm-hmm. You know, with this person that you had some feelings for or if whatever. If you're feeling the need to hide it. Yeah. And then you go back to whoever's place or hotel or whatever and just go, well, we're just going to chat. You sure about that? Like at that point, you're just <laughs> you sure, about that? sure about that. You're just, you're stopping. Like you're, you're just entering into a very muddy situation. Yeah. And at any moment, if you like, no, I do want to go and cheat on this person. This is for people who are just dating or people who have kids or anything. If you got into that point, you can always exit and then talk to the person and go, I want I want to break up. Yeah. You don't need to go, well, I basically am already cheating. It can always be stopped. And I think a, a the conversation problem is like they, they hope to just hold on to both. They want both and they think they can have both. It's like, I want somebody who's going to be there and take care of me and take care of the kids and do the dishes and like do all the chores around the house. And like this person yeah. takes care of that part of my life. And then mm. this person takes care of the other part of my life. <laughs> and then so they're always they think, so shocked when it blows up. Yeah. They think that they can have both. Yeah. It's like it's like some well, some girls are into that. Go find those people. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I, the thing is funny in like any movie I watch or TV show. This is part of like why I don't really like watching things anymore. Because mm-hmm. everything in like if even if you look at a really good show like Breaking Bad, it all could have been solved if he if the people people don't want to get caught, so then they lie their way out of it. Yeah. Every show, every movie, and every yeah. cheating scandal <laughs> has to happen with like it, they could have just been stopped with just telling the truth. Yeah. And people just lie their way out of it and then it compounds those lies compound because then you have to go well i need to lie about this now you're a drug dealer kingpin you know and it's like maybe that's what you wanted but it's amazing what people just don't go oh i got caught i should just do this or i could get caught Mm -hmm. and uh it's insane to me totally and i feel really bad for the kids that internalize it and go that was on me you know i shouldn't have caught dad I never understood that even when I was a kid, like yeah. my, my friends feeling like those types of feelings. I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? You didn't, you think you broke your parents up? What is yeah. that? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, dude. Yeah. Like they clearly broke them. They chose that. Yeah. Like those two people chose that. You had nothing to do with it. Yeah. I mean, kids could probably have something a little bit to do with it, but it's how the parents deal with exactly. It's how they respond to sort of stresses and stuff like that. Yeah, like you chose to have the kids, now you have to respond appropriately to that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That'll be in the next podcast. That'll be in this podcast. (laughs) It's gonna be a big podcast next. It's gonna be a big tips podcast. Yeah, (laughs) it's called Big Tips. (laughs) I like big tips. Just the big. I like big tips, and I cannot lie. That's good. That's pretty good. That's a long I one. I like big life tips and I cannot lie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Write in. Let us know. Just, the, and, just the big tips. Samuraidothings at gmail.com. All right. Want to wrap it up? Slap it up? Yeah, I'm so hungry. Can you hear my tummy grumbling this I can't, whole time? I can't. I wore this shirt in respect of... Uh, the planet? 
the last, last episode? podcast, Recycling is for Losers. <laughs> yeah. And this is a shirt about recycling. Yeah. We do think recycling is fine. It is sad to know. We're not against it. We're not against it. It is sad to find out that, like, I think, like... Everything we do doesn't matter. Half of the stuff that you recycle ends up in the landfill anyway. Yeah. Because they, they can't process all of it. Yeah. So what's the point? What's the point? Stop recycling, guys. It's stupid. Yeah. Figure <laughs> out... You you got... You're getting, a, you're getting a Blue Origin spaceship to the outer space. For Amazon, no reason. For no reason, Amazon. Figure out a way that I don't have to deal with your garbage. Basically. All right? You need to... Oh, you're pausing the shot. She's saying bye. Good bye, sign Grace. off, Grace. Good sign off. Scouty, want to come say bye? Oh, here she comes. I hear her. Scouty, come here. Gracie, come here. Come on, come on, come on. Grace. Come say bye. Come here. Scout, come on. Grace, come here. Okay, this has been Scout and Grace do talking. I'm, I'm Scout. Scout. She's, She's Grace. Grace. <laughs> and we're done barking. And we're done barking. Okay, say bye. Good oh, job, Good job, guys. pups. Okay. That was really good for your first time. Really good. No one stuttered at all. <laughs> okay. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Everybody oh, loves your podcast this week. Everybody. It's That's so great. Good reviews. Yeah. Getting good reviews. <laughs> We're at salmonrydothingsateverything.com. You can check us out on Facebook. Gmail. Instagram. Text message if you know us. Patreon. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at salmonridethings.gmail. I don't know. <laughs> All right.